Happy holidays, dear listeners. This is Basement Gaming, episode 61. My name is Herb, and I'm joined by my dear cousin Brigham. Ho, ho, ho. So this episode, Brigham and I discuss the Game Awards 2021. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a follow on your podcast listening app of choice and on Twitter at BasementGaming9. With formalities out of the way, welcome to Basement Gaming. have like no idea when we're gonna see each other or talk to each other again in the next couple of weeks yeah uh, been pretty, pretty busy for the holidays yeah it's it's holiday time freaking the the beautiful madness of family time is gonna yep. occur it's mariah carey uh, season <laughs> did i probably listen that's probably the one thing i listen to the least in terms of holiday music i'm more yeah. like a frank sinatra like, like really classical uh holiday music more than mariah carey you know, I actually found out this year. I'm not as into Christmas music as I thought I was. I was so excited to listen to the Mariah Carey Christmas album. I listened to it once, and I haven't listened to it again, like, all season. I don't know. It's just kind of weird. It's because, I don't know. Maybe you're just used to it, because honestly, I don't think it's that good. That's what I'm saying. I think, the, like, the classical music vibe, or, like, a little, little bit more lo-fi vibe is my cup of tea. It's a little bit more yeah, chill and... Feels cozier, you know. You're just bundled up in your jackets and your blankets, and the and the heaters going, and you got your little eggnog, and you know, just having a relaxing time with family as the children run around screaming and yelling bloody murder. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, you always try to get some time in to like to to sneakily go play your GameCube, some Luigi's Mansion or something. At least that's how it was back in the day. <laughs> Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, I. It's it's sad because. I get to see my family a lot in this time, but I also play the least amount of video games around this time, which is like when there's a lot of video games out and a lot of hype because, you know, a lot of things are coming out and it's the last quarter of the season. So a lot of video game companies are putting out their games for the holiday season. And just I just never get to play because I'm either traveling or entertaining guests. <laughs> yep, that's how it goes. It sucks when a Christmas day comes and you get like a video game for Christmas. You're like, wow, I want to play this game, but... I have people over that I have to entertain. So <laughs> so then it's just like, oh, when they leave so I can play this new game I just got. Hey, that's why January is awesome. <laughs> yeah, January is a great month for gaming. Lots of playing. All right. It's the end of the year. So this is probably our last episode until next year. So with that came the Game Awards. We get to look back at this year of gaming and uh, think about the best of each genre, the best games. The best stories and the best moments of the year, really. Um, yeah. Do we, do, we want, do we want to do we want to have a basement gaming's game of the year? I just now thought of this. I, I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier, but yeah, I mean, there is a game of the year, and then it could be argument of the year because I mean, we're we don't play everything, obviously, so argument of the year is going to be True. very different from you know the masses because I'm looking at the game of the year nominees. From the Game Awards, and I literally haven't played any of them. So, <laughs> like, you play one of them. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, already, I already know which game my main game would be game of the year, but yeah, that, that's the thing. I've, and we'll talk about this later, but I feel like this year is kind of a weird year for games. Like, when I look through the, through the, uh, the nominees for game of the year, it's like, oh, wow, like, there really wasn't a ton of huge 
AAA game that came out this year, you know? Yeah, definitely not. I'm looking through a list right now, and it's either things I didn't play or things that were just okay. Yeah, we'll we'll go we'll go through it. So, but I mean, a lot of games were anticipated from this year. A lot of games were announced that are coming out next year. So that was one of the awards was most anticipated game. Um, the nominees for the game awards was Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, the sequel to Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, and Starfield. So we'll start off by saying the winner was. Elden Ring, which is no surprise. Another Dark Souls. If you, I, I mean, if you're a fan of Dark Souls, you probably know about Elden Ring. Um, done by From Software and Bandai Namco. It's just and the story by George R. R. Martin. Yes, he is involved in the storytelling of that game. Uh, yeah, I know very little about this game. The trailer came out during the Game Awards. The trailer looked pretty cool, but after further discussions with my friends, are like. If you don't like Dark Souls, you're probably not going to like this game. So I'm, I'm a little iffy about this. Oh, yeah. I have mind. zero intention of playing this game, but I can't argue that it's the most anticipated because it's the game that I freaking hear about all the time. Like everyone yeah. on Twitter and in media, like every every time there was some sort of like conference, whether it's a game awards or a PlayStation uh video showing of like new games or like Nintendo direct people are always like, is there going to be an elder ring trailer? Is there going to be an elder ring trailer? You know what I mean? Like it's just so much hype is around it. And I don't understand why, like this game doesn't seem like it's that unique compared to like bloodborne or dark souls. But at the same time, I don't play those games. So what, what do I know? Yeah. This is going to be a very common theme in this episode is I don't understand this because I don't play it. So tough, I guess <laughs> we'll chalk it up to that. Um, because my most anticipated game for sure is God of War Ragnarok. That's, I mean, I've been waiting for this game since I finished playing the first one, and I, I cannot wait. I'm very, very excited for it to come out. We still don't have yeah. a date for it yet. We know they, they're hoping it's going to come out next year, and so do I. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I'm excited about God of War. All these other, it's it's funny, the one game here, that, that one is the one game I'm not excited to play. Like all the other ones, God of War, Horizon, Zelda, and Starfield. I'm all I'm very excited to play all those games, and I wonder if that's telling. If all these games, except for Elden Ring, are console exclusive games, you know, God I of guess, War and Horizon, and PlayStation, yeah, Nintendo, yeah. Zelda, and, and Xbox and Starfield. And so I wonder what that says about the state of games. Whenever like the most exciting games, the games that are, people are waiting for the most are. Are console exclusive. I don't know. That's just, that's just kind of is weird. Elden Ring. I'm guessing Elden Ring is not console exclusive, right? No, no, okay. definitely not. I mean, I guess that makes sense. The one that's not console exclusive, a lot more people are gonna be wanting to play it because they're there's the bigger audience. You know, only that's people true. that have a PS5 are gonna want to play God of War or are looking forward to it. Hmm. Huh, I didn't think about it that way. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. So we're looking forward to God of War. We hope uh, you guys will comment on uh, on Twitter what you guys think about these awards and what we're saying on these. We're not going to go through all the categories, but we'll go through some of the big ones. This one, this one was fun just because it's going to help us look in the future and pine over the next game. That's that's the thing about gaming. You're always looking for the next game. <laughs> I know. I feel like so much of gaming is just getting hyped about gaming. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> we, we, we don't live in the now. We live in like the, the future and like the five years from now, like looking forward to all the exclusives. I'm sure there's somebody making videos about what the PS6 is going to look like. You know what I mean? So like it, this is totally like the, the kind of award that gets the fans excited, <laughs> anticipated game. Yep. All right. What's the next one you want to do here? Going through this list. Um. You know, I will just shout out. I know this is in the, in the same order, but I think it was best narrative. I'm looking. I'm trying to. Yeah, best narrative. It's probably. Oh, that's way at the end. That's the, okay. Okay. That's well, we'll, we'll, <laughs> that's like the one. That I'll, we'll, we'll hold on to that. But you know, best multiplayer. It yeah, takes two. I think that's totally appropriate. I think it's so awesome to see it takes two win this award because it was a game that went. Made made a huge risk. If you don't know, it takes two is a platform game that requires two players. You cannot play a single player. You have to have two people to play this game, and it only can be played with two people, no more, no less. And so it's very interesting that it did that. And you would think that that would maybe you know turn away some people, but it was very popular. And I've played a little bit of it with my wife, and it's a really good game. And so it's really cool to see it get the praise it deserves. Yep. The other nominees was Back for Blood, Knockout City, Monster Hunter Rise, New World, and Valheim. Um, I can't believe New, New World. World's on there. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's, that's the thing about this year. There's it's very limited options. <laughs> it's, either, it's either a game that came out a long time ago or a game that came out this year. And so since there weren't that many games that came out this year, the options were very limited. I mean, New World, c- could you imagine New World? I don't, it is astounding to me how little we care about new world now i i know i was like wow new world it feels like a lifetime ago that we played that game <laughs> i feel I've bad for, I've, I've forgotten about it completely yeah, yeah. i, I want to get i want to enjoy it I, I do plan on getting back into it when they have new content but yeah i just i feel like i've i've been there i've exhausted my fun which is sad because it, it, it was out it's been imagine a game being in production for years and years and years and it comes out and you play it for like two weeks and you're like okay i'm good yeah the half this is gaming in a nutshell right here right we we look forward to this game forever it's finally out and then we're like oh yeah this is great and then now we're talking about god of war (laughs) we're already like okay what's the next game coming out yeah sucks we'll see maybe maybe in a few weeks we'll be like oh we're we're back into new world because of new content not likely but you never know Okay, let's see. The next one that I kind of want to do, let's see. Mm. Ooh, this one is role interesting. Playing game. Yeah, best role-playing. The nominees were Cyberpunk, Monster Hunter, Scarlet Nexus. What the heck is this? Shin Megami, Shin Megami Tensei. Tensei. Yeah. Tensei. And Tale of Arise. I know a couple people that... I know one person that plays Tale of Arise. I, you, if you're hearing this, you know who you are. Uh... What the heck is Scarlet Nexus? Never heard of that. Dude, I don't know. There's, there's, you know what? These are looking like Asian games. (laughs) Like, I know between this one, I've seen this a lot. Like, there's been a lot of categories where there's just a lot of weeb, weeb games. Like, I don't know what it is. They're the ones producing games. No one is doing anything. Apparently, dude. Everyone's just pushing everything to next year. But, I mean, for me, if we're gonna, if Cyberpunk is in the running for any of these awards, I would give it a couple of awards. I don't see definitely this one. I, I freaking love Cyberpunk, man. Even through all of its bugs and foolishness and on release, when I sat down and played it on a PC at the end of the day, I freaking loved it. I played it twice. It was a great experience. Uh, I really I, liked it I too. Yeah. More. yeah. 
So for me, this is my that's my winner for this category and probably others once we get to them. Yeah, I would say the same thing. I haven't even been in Cyberpunk yet, but just playing the bit that I've played, it's so immersive. The the music start with with the with all the f- visual effects and the just you know the different choices you can make that actually affect the gameplay. I'm kind of blown away that this game didn't win. I think people have just turned it down because of the bugs, which is really unfortunate. Like I think once you get past it, you'll see this game is really really good. Yep. Do you know anything about Valheim? Is that yeah, I remember Valheim. That was that game was a local as a uh, indie game made by like a couple guys, I think. And it's a, it's a mixture between Elder Scrolls and Minecraft where you get plopped into a world that's like randomly generated and you can play with other friends like within your world and you have to like go out and kill monsters. But like you have to level up your character by like, you know, fighting smaller monsters and you can like, build a house to get shelter and stuff like that. It was pretty fun. I played that with some friends um, because it's an indie game. There wasn't a ton of content. So once you like kill like the five or six bosses, then you're pretty much done with the game. Uh, but it, there's a lot of promise to it and I'm very excited to see what more they do. Did that game win any awards? Uh, we'll, we'll see, I guess. I'm not sure. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to have a list up of all the games that came out this year um, as best as I can. Just because I don't remember. I mean, well, who am I kidding? I didn't play that many games this year. Even did, though you play, we... did you play Returnal? No, I've, I saw streams of it, though. I kind of got the I kind of got the gist of it. Yeah, it's one of them promo dev games. Kind of, kind of I rough. can't do that. Yeah, that games like those those mega hard games, not for me. But that game won best action game. But at, looking at the other games in best action, it's like Far I'm Cry Six, action action adventure, which uh, Metroid Dread won that. I feel like that one was very strange. I thought Marvel. I thought Guardians of the Galaxy would have won that one. Yeah, that's I saw it too, and I thought that was very strange. Just because Metroid Dread, it was. I mean, I'm sure it's a good game, but it's just like a side-scrolling game that was originally for the Game Boy Advance. It doesn't seem. I played the demo of it, and it was okay. I that guess I can't really like criticize it too win. much. Yeah, that one feels like a nostalgia win, to be honest. Yeah, Nintendo always seems to to do that. I've heard really good things about Psychonauts too, which also got nominated here, along with Ratchet and Clank and Resident Evil. The uh, Resident Evil Village. Uh, I heard that was a great game. Was this the one with the freaking giant lady? Yeah. Was it? I thought it was another one. Okay, no, yeah, well, it was Village. One. Okay, well, obviously that one. Yeah, definitely got really good, really good reviews. But for me, it was definitely Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. That was the best action adventure I played this year. Oh, gosh, can you imagine? Can you okay. believe that we thought that game was going to be bad, or at least you did? I, I was, okay. I was hopeful, but I didn't think it was going to be as good as it was. Uh, again, the beauty of games, man—you just never know. Sometimes you just got to try things out. Yeah, I was, uh, so that, so game, good to see that game. Huge surprise. surprise! If 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 best surprise wasn't <laughs> uh, biggest surprise of the year was a category, that one would win that one too. If the biggest surprise was a category, which one would win? Guardians of the Galaxy being surprisingly good or New World being surprisingly bad? Probably Guardians. Yeah. I, I, I mean, New so. World... First of all, I don't think New World is that awful. I just think it has problems that they need to address. And there's always a there's always a good chance that our MMORPGs are not going to be good, to be honest with you. <laughs> True. It's such a hard, such a hard category to, to nail down. Yeah, 
let's see, you said best action game, Returnal won that one. I don't really have that much. Uh, yeah, I literally didn't I play any of the other games saying. in the category. Yeah. But this is like a this is a sign that I feel like this year just there wasn't a ton of really popular games I was interest, interested to play. Like back, so best action game the nominees were Back for Blood, Chivalry Two, Death Loop, Far Cry Six, and Returnal. I didn't even know there was a Chivalry Two. Have you played Chivalry? That game I played Chivalry. Yeah, super fun. I think it's like a two dollar game on Steam. It's a freaking just a big old battle with knights and swords and stuff. It's mm-hmm. hilarious. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, all I've heard from about this category is Deathloop got pretty mixed reviews, and Far Cry Six was just like yet another chapter of Ubisoft exactly game that just gets forgotten in a couple months. I was saying three of these, three of the, out of the five games here are like just sequels. You know what I mean? It's just like more of the same. Back for Blood, uh, it's just a Left for Dead clone. Chivalry 2 and Far Cry 6, yeah, like like you were saying, yeah, it's just more of the same. So in that case, it is good to see a new game, a new IP yeah, I guess win, win this award. That's cool. All right, here we go. What else? What else? Best Indie? This one was surprising. Oh, no, never mind. This was not surprising. Oh, like you, sk- you skipped a uh, best mobile game. Okay. Do we really need to? Well, I mean, you played Genshin Impact, didn't you? Oh, I, I guess. <laughs> and oh, I will yeah. say League of Legends Wild Rift, I played and, and I find very fun. Oh, yeah, you did tell me about that. Okay, uh, it makes sense that like Genshin won because it is one of the largest games on the planet right now. Yeah. So, Surprisingly huge. Yeah. Good on you, Genshin. You are pretty fun, but ultimately you do become a part-time job, just like every game of that category. <laughs> it's like, all right, time to get on and do my dailies. And <laughs> you tell me you don't like doing, you tell me you don't like to log on and do your 25 dailies, daily quests <laughs> a day. Oh, I like it for about a week, and then I'm like, all right, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, so. dude, get re- re- your uh, reputation up with the sons of Hodir. Yeah. <laughs> no, thanks. Okay. Best Indie. I actually played this one, Kenna Bridge of Spirits. Didn't beat it, but I played quite a bit of it. It is very fun. I agree with this win. I'm going um, away that that game is an indie game. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, dude. For an indie game, it is fan-freaking-tastic. It looks amazing. It plays pretty well. I, I give it like a 7 out of 10 the way it plays. There's some The combat can be kind of janky sometimes. Uh, story seems pretty good. I just, just like many indie games... For some reason, I can't get myself to beat them. <laughs> I just get distracted with something else, and it's just sitting on my PS5. I'm a terrible gamer. It's crazy. Have you seen this game, uh, 12 Minutes? I've heard so much about it, but in a weird way, I guess I'm just not really interested enough to play it. Maybe if it comes out on Game Pass and I can play it for free, I'll, I'll do that. I've seen... Yeah. I've watched the streamer. I've watched a YouTuber play the whole thing, and it's a lot, it's very fun to watch. It's, a, it's very story-based I think it's I think it's very cool. I, I wouldn't have been mad if it won. Is it's like a mystery game. It's like top down, like you see in that little picture there, and you throw one guy, and then you go. It's a Groundhog Day kind of kind of game, where you go over the same day over and over again, or the same twelve minutes over and over again. But you keep dying if you do things wrong, and you're trying to like unravel the mystery behind everything. It's very fun, very cool. Yeah, you that sounds good. Yeah. That sounds pretty good. But yeah, congrats on Kenna. That was pretty good. Uh, I was very best surprised on- about yeah this one best ongoing. 
Final Fantasy 14, dude. They out here. I feel like Final Fantasy 14, at least like in the WoW community, just because that's like what I'm like tapped into the most. Everyone has been hating on WoW and everyone has been jumping ship to Final Fantasy 14. Like it's been insane how many people have jumped over. And man, I I want to like that game so bad. Personally, it's just way too boring, way too slow. The story I don't find very interesting at all, but but people who are into Final Fantasy are like super into this game and find the story like super compelling. I it's it's hard to find people say negative stuff about this game. So Yeah, the fans are very into it. Yeah. It's one of those games where I mean, this is a very steep pool of nominees here. We got Apex, Fortnite, Genshin Impact, and Warzone. This is, I mean, to win this category, you got to be a freaking juggernaut. Like, yeah, you really have to be on your game in terms of people really not hating you. As much as I play Warzone, I have so many problems with it. I barely play it these days. Genshin, I mean, at the, again, at the end of the day, it's just a part-time job simulator. Fortnite, um, if the kids if, if the kids don't know about this game awards fortnite wasn't gonna win you know yeah and apex has just been one of the steadiest brs in the market right now besides warzone so very very deep very deep category so and yeah it's yeah. that's that's actually a good point like this is and this is kind of this the sign of like where games are at right now like all of these games are huge juggernaut of games like everyone's heard of these games you know what i mean Everyone knows yep. that Fortnite and Apex Legend Genshin. And what's crazy that Final Fantasy One, I bet Final Fantasy has the lowest number of actual players compared to all these other games. Probably. Yeah. Like it's like Final Fantasy is, is a subscription game, and all these other games are free to play. There you and go, it's, man. It's it's insane. You don't have to be free to be good. <laughs> but do you think this is my kind of like conspiracy theory? Because I've noticed I feel like a lot of people are into Final Fantasy 14 right now, mainly because uh, World of Warcraft is is because the act because of the controversy Activision Blizzard, particularly with Blizzard and and, you know, it's like it's one of those things where Blizzard is like the Goliath, the huge elephant in the room and people like to root for the underdog. And so, like, that's why people are giving Final Fantasy 14 as much craze. I mean, I think it is a good game, but I, I do find it weird that it's like all of a sudden People are super into Final Fantasy 14. Like it's been around for a long time. And just now people seem to think it's like the best thing since sliced bread. I don't know. Just like my my personal opinion. Well, maybe uh, I have nothing to say against that because I don't really care about WoW. I don't really care about Final Fantasy 14. <laughs> so I think, like you said, maybe because WoW had so many issues recently that people might have jumped ship. Well, I mean, we shouldn't take away from the fact that this is probably a really good game. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think it is. A, I think it is a good game too. Like this game, I'm kind of surprised it beat Call of Duty. Well, maybe not, but I don't know. I guess just I just imagine more people playing that that game, having a bigger following. But maybe that's not what this category is about. So. Yeah, I would have imagined any. Yeah, I wouldn't been surprised if any of these would won. The this is a very interesting category. This is just where gaming is at right now. Just. Big online multiplayer games that are forever in, in beta. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Is Fortnite still in beta? It can't be. Uh, probably. Who knows? I think, Man. you know, if they're still updating it all the time, technically it's still beta. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. What else we got? Mm, best performance, maybe? 
this was pretty cute. The giant lady in Resident Evil Village won best performance. That's yeah. nice. I mean, it's, it's cool to see people who aren't uh, the the same. Those what was the name of like? There's like I feel like there's like four voice actors, actors yeah. that everyone knows that they're in every single video game. Like yeah, Laura Bailey, yeah. um, the guy who plays Nathan Drake. I, I don't know, like the, like you know what I'm talking about. So it's yeah, cool to see someone new. Yeah, I know that group. Yeah, yeah, and, and they're awesome. Like I'm not saying like yeah, they're yeah, bad. Sure. It's just. It's just cool to see other people get recognition in that space. So, yeah. Uh, bet, quick aside, best score, I think. Best music score in music, for me, it was Cyberpunk. That was another one I would have given it to. The, I'm, I'm really into that retro future synth wave kind of music, like electronic futuristic music. I really like that. And yeah. Again. Playing that game with the freaking soundtrack going off, made me feel like a freaking badass <laughs> so true dude yeah, yeah when that when when you start doing like when you start when you get into combat and just like that techno music oh it's yeah, really so good, good. look uh, at this another category dominated by weebs near replicant yeah. freaking near replicant yeah never i feel like i learned about this game this year i didn't know anything about it until this year but i guess it's a thing did this come out this year who knows i don't know who cares somebody will tell well, us yeah. <laughs> Okay, we near the end here. Uh, quick, another one. Um, I'm surprised that Deathloop won Best Art Direction because I think Kenna looked amazing, especially for the fact that it's a that it's a indie game. So the category the category is Best Art Direction. The winner is Deathloop. The other nominees were The Artful Escape, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, Psychonauts 2, and Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, I have no comments mm. on this. I mean, I think kind of look better. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's it's so subjective at this point. Yeah, just gotta yeah. look at it. Whatever you like. All right, best narrative. We made it to what you wanted to talk about. <laughs> Here we go. So yeah, Marvel Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy won best narrative. The other nominees were Psychonauts Two, Life is Strange, True Colors, It Takes Two, and Death Loop. And I'm so glad this game won best narrative. I think this game has a better narrative than the actual Guardians of the Galaxy movies. And I love those movies a lot. That just shows how good the story is for this game and the voice acting and the script. Like, oh my gosh, dude, I just can't. I, I'm, I'm honestly sad that the game's over. Like, I just want to like wipe my brain and play it again because it was so good. Yep, I agree. It was very good, very fun, especially compared to these other ones. Even though I haven't played the other ones, I've watched a lot of it and seen a lot of what the story is about and... Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a bit of a no-brainer. Even Deathloop, which is a narrative-based game where, again, it was very divisive. I think most people think most people that liked it did like the narrative quite a bit. Uh, yeah, this is a good win for Guardians. Yeah, again, and another big surprise for us. And it's a w- big win for Square Enix too. You know, the same company that made the huge flop that was Marvel Avengers that nobody cared about. Like for them to go back to say, you know what? Instead of a games as a service, we're gonna make just a normal single player story driven game and it paid off awesome awesome all right you want to go to the big one let's do it game of the year nominees are death loop it takes two metroid dread psychonauts 2 ratchet and clank and resident evil village the winner is it takes two from hazelite studios slash ea huge surprise in my Very mind. Very surprise. Um, 
think the bigger surprise for me here is that Guardians wasn't even nominated. Uh, I don't know if I would. I probably honestly, if it was against this list, I probably would have given it to it. Guardians, it wasn't oh, the, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. That that personally, that's my game of the year. Like Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm surprised not. I'm surprised Cyberpunk's not on here. That's weird too. Yeah, I was thinking like, does Cyberpunk count? Because it didn't come out this year. I mean, I feel like if it was in the other categories, because yeah. all, all these categories are just games in the previous year. So, yeah, honestly, between yeah, if we're gonna include Cyberpunk, for me, Cyberpunk is the game of the year. Even with all the bugs and foolishness, that game was the game was amazing. Uh, the fact that neither of them got nominated again, we can't we can't with full information kick out any of these other games that were nominated, right? Because we haven't played them, so I can't say a thousand percent that Guardians is better than Metroid or Psychonauts or Ratchet and Clank. But it's strange to me that two of the biggest games of the year weren't even nominated. You know what I mean? Yeah, I find that very strange too. I find it strange to put Metroid Dread, which is a glorified Game Boy Advance game, being in this category and not Cyberpunk 2077. I don't know. It's a little frustrating, but at the same time, I didn't beat any of these other games. I've played some of them. So who, who, what do I know? But but at the same time, It Takes Two was a great game, and so I'm very happy that they won. I think that the game director... Um, I forgot his name. He's an awesome, charismatic guy, and I hope that they get to keep making bigger and bigger games. Yeah, I, I'm happy that a small indie company won Game of the Year. That's just something that doesn't happen very often. It, it just shows you that indie games can make it, you know? Like, I think they get a pretty bad rap. They're usually just a game that people play only for a little bit. They don't really, there's not a lot of conversation around it. But this game was big when it came out, and it was big for months after it came out. So, I mean, congrats to it takes two. I think it's awesome that it won. Um, I was thinking about buying it. But I also need a new, another controller if I want to buy it, because like I have um, I have my nieces uh visiting pretty soon, and they'd be like, "Come, oh, maybe if I sh- have a game that they can play together, or that I could play with them, that'd be pretty cool." So, yeah, yeah, it takes it's kind two, of a man. hard game. I will say, like, even though it looks like it's for kids. The boss fights are pretty difficult. Yeah, I figured that too. So we'll see. We'll see if a 10-year-old can keep up, I guess. <laughs> Throw them anyway. in the deep water. Yeah, game of the year. Pretty cool. Yeah, overall. Oh, what do you think of the show overall? I barely watched it. It's an oh, award yeah. show, man. It's I'm, I'm super over award shows. They're like kind of integrated. The thing I do like about the Game Awards award show compared to like Movie award shows and TV award shows is that we get trailers and we get lots of announcements for cool stuff coming up. So like, just give me like your top three trailers that you saw that you're super interested about. Yeah. Uh, the top three trailers that I saw that I was interested about. Um, yeah. uh, do you want to go first? Because I have to actually kind of think of it. Okay. Well, for me, it's Hellblade 2. Got a new gameplay trailer. Freaking awesome. I'm excited. Uh, we got a Horizon trailer which didn't show too much more so i don't know about that that's like kind of cool and mm, i'm torn between i'll give it to suicide squad i think we got a little little bit more gameplay a more gameplay trailer out of that that looks actually really fun and honorable mention to forspoken i think that game looks interesting i'm interested to see where it goes when it comes out 
yeah, that'll be interesting too. Uh, for me, I'll definitely have to say the Dune Spice Wars. I think it's really cool that a new RTS game is being made. I feel like we don't get a lot of those just because that genre is kind of dead. And also, Dune is an awesome IP. And if you didn't know, Dune 2 was the game that invented the RTS genre. So it's kind of cool to see them making it another Doom. Uh, sorry, I said Doom. Another Dune, D-U-N-E, game that is in that same space, the RTS, real-time strategy. Um, the other game I'll have to give a shout-out to is Star Wars Eclipse. That game, it, we just got a cinematic trailer, but it looks like it's going to be amazing. It's made by the same company that made Detroit Become Human. You know, the, the developer Quantic Dream. So it's going to be like a very story driven game. So seeing a game like D- Detroit Become Human, but with Star Wars, like uh, say no more. That just sounds like such a yeah. fun time. It's gonna, maybe going to be like quick time actions and lots of story, lots of character development. Yeah, cool. like just really good visuals, too. It's funny. The difference between your your top ones and my top ones. I like the ones that showed me actual gameplay footage. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Mine, like, both the games are just, like, cinematic trailers or just, like, a title card. <laughs> yeah, I actually like the ones that show me movement and gameplay. Please. Although, I don't think any of them gave an actual date. Just, I think for Horizon gave a date. It just said February 2022. Uh, the other ones just yeah. gave a year. Just, like, 2022. Maybe. Hopefully. Yeah. And I would say the third game is probably going to have to be... Uh, Sinua's Saga, Hellblade 2. That game looks so good. Did you play the first one yet, Brigham? No, I have not played the first one. Dude, you got to. It's I, so I know I need good. to. See, in this trailer, maybe want to play the first one because that looks so intense, dude. That it's game such a good game. That had some gameplay in it. At least it looked like gameplay. I think I it like, is. I think it yeah. was. It's probably like a little bit of quick time action gameplay, but definitely gameplay. Oh, I'm so excited, man. That game is like. It's one of those games I kind of want to play again, but I kind of don't because it's so scary. <laughs> so I'm thinking about if I'm going to play it on PC or console because the sound in that game is super important. It's like very immersive and it's very important to the storyline. So I'm wondering mm-hmm. if I'll play it on PC just so I can play with my headphones instead of playing on my TV. And yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out when time comes. But yeah, Senua looks super good. And I, yeah. Those are my three. I mean, again, I'm, I'm interested too in the ones that you said, but I don't have to get my hopes up over random cinematic trailers that reveal nothing. No, I mean, that's true. I, yeah, I'm, I'm totally going off of what I hope the game is going to be, but that's just the ones I'm most anticipated about right now, which kind of sucks because that means the games I'm most excited about aren't going to come out for a very long time. Anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another Saints Row is happening. That's pretty, I don't know, campy. Yeah, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman game looks oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, Wonder Woman. Yeah, uh, I didn't. I didn't recognize. Oh, the people that did uh, something. Hold on. Oh yeah, Shadow of Mordor. The people that did Shadow Gollum? of Mordor are doing a Wonder Wonder Woman. No. Oh, they're doing Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because they're yeah, making a game of Gollum, and I think it's such a freaking crime that they announced this game, Lord, uh, Lord of the Rings Gollum. I swear they announced it years ago with just a cinematic mm-hmm. trailer, and we haven't heard anything. And then we get another trailer, and it's another cinematic trailer. It's I'm like you, what Game the Awards heck? is turning into E3, man. Just, just cinematic, cinematic trailers with no promises. Yeah, Wonder Woman game from uh, the makers of Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor, and Shadow of War. That'll yeah, be fun. That one, yeah, another nice, quick cinematic with a, with a title card. No, did they even give a year? Did they give a year? I think they gave a year. I think so. 
I think it's supposed to be next year. Let me double check that. All right, I don't see it. <laughs> Quick Google search <laughs> did help me. Okay. Yeah, well, I guess we're running, running a little bit over time, so yeah, probably a good spot to end it anyway. Yeah, so, I mean, I think we did... Our New Year's resolution was to like try new, more games, more indie games. Yeah, to a certain extent, I think it was a success. We, I definitely wouldn't have tried Guardians unless you'd push me to. <laughs> wouldn't have tried Kenna, usually. Tried that. That was pretty fun. So I definitely, I was out of my comfort zone a little bit more this year, I think. I mean, even New World to a certain extent. Since I've kind of given up on the MMO realm, I'm going to cut that one as a win too. So, yeah. pretty good. Good year. Oh, it's been a great year. Yeah, it's in, in terms of trying out new stuff, I agree. I've been able to play a few new games. I actually played my, my console more than I thought I would. And yeah, I'm very much looking forward to the future. I think next year is going to be a great year for, for, for some games. Hopefully we finally get those exclusives like God of War and, and things like that. So only time will tell, but we'll see. Yeah, this year is uh, the transition, the, the faded transition year between the release of a new generation and the real beginning of the generation, you know? Yeah, for sure. Where that was that middle lag year. Now, I think 2022's got some big things for us in the gaming world. So, looking forward to it. It's going to be nice. A lot of cool episodes coming up next year. So, uh, we do hope you guys come back next year and have good holidays. And uh, keep us in your thoughts and share the show with your friends. Let's come back next time. Peace. Peace.